Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I'm here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, massive welcome back to the podcast. I am super, super excited to have you joining me today. Apologies for not having an episode last week. I've just had a lot of stuff going off and you know me, I love to come to these episodes with so much energy and so much passion and last week like the energy just wasn't there but do not worry, I am back and the weekly episodes are here so do not stress, you've got me every single Tuesday and I'm really excited actually for this week's episode. I'm going through three reasons why you're overeating in the in the evening. So if you're somebody who experiences overeating or you you notice yourself like coming in from work and you're experiencing like urges to overeat and you're not quite sure like why those urges are happening, you're not quite sure what to do to overcome those urges, but you know that you want more freedom with food and you know that you want a healthier food relationship and you're ready to break free from those like overeating cycles and not serving you then you need this week's episode because I'm going to be sharing exactly why that might be happening to help you start working through it so you can find more mindfulness and more peace with food again and just be able to go day to day without that constant stress and worry like it's quite interesting actually I spoke to one of my clients the other day and we're on about you know when like when you reduce fixation on food and body and we start letting go of that like consistent stress and worry around food in our bodies the amount of mental space and capacity that you all all of a sudden like open up is crazy because just think like if you're spending like how many hours a day worrying and stressing around food you then heal your food relationship, you're getting so many hours back a day. And not only that, you get to become so much more present. And this is another big reason that when you break these vicious cycles and these battles with food, you tend to feel a lot happier because you've now got mental space again, because not every moment of the day is being consumed around worries around food, urges around overeating, guilt around food behavior, stressing around what you're gonna eat, and you just get a lot more peace back. So that, of course, is another reason to work on your food freedom journey as well. So we're gonna be jumping into those three reasons to give you some deeper insight as to why you may be experiencing those cycles of overeating and to help you on your journey of overcoming those mindsets and those behaviours that are impacting your relationship with food. Before I do though, as every single week I do, I have got this week's crystal with me and I've actually brought along golden tiger's eye this week. Not only is it freaking stunning, like it's so beautiful and um, it just glimmers so well in the sun, but I brought it along because it's actually really good for reducing stress and anxiety and I know that struggles with food especially with the cycles of like restrict overeat food guilt and being stuck in that vicious cycle it brings up a lot of stress and a lot of nervous system dysregulation and a lot of anxiety all the time so I brought this crystal along so we can start letting go of some of those energies and to help you on your healing journey so let's jump on into the three reasons as to why you might be overeating in evenings the first one you may have heard this one, but let me just kind of explain it a little bit more, is 
you're not eating enough through the day. And I say this because you may have heard this one before, like people say, oh, you know, you need to make sure that you eat enough within the day. And the reason I wanna talk about it is because it can be so easy, especially if you've had like a past of like toxic diets, or you've been like dieting for such a long time, or you've struggled with food for so long and negative mindsets around food, we can notice that it feels easy to want to restrict in the day. It can feel easy to be in this habit where you have a lunch that isn't satisfying. And you know, you may take some time to think about why you feel that way. As I always say, we have to be aware of the the thoughts and the beliefs that are fueling our behaviors to help heal the mind and the body. When you heal both, you heal your food relationship. But just have a think about like, an example might be if you've done a slimming club, for example, in the past, and that has made you have a really like low calorie, small breakfast um, and lunch. And then it's encouraged you just to have a snack plate in the evening and save your food for the evening. So you know, you can have something to eat then. That may be the thing that is fueling that behavior. Because if you've got that belief going from the past, you know, you need to have a really small breakfast, a really small lunch, you can then have dinner and then you have a big snack plate in the evening. It's now creating this mindset of like, you need to save food for the evening. So guess what? When you feel hungry at lunch because you need a more satisfying lunch, you're then gonna go, no, I can't have it. Because your mind is going, well, actually you shouldn't be having that because you need to save something for the evening. So you do have to explore your thoughts a bit. And this, this I'm gonna explain a bit more in my second point and second reason as to why you might be experiencing that. But leading on from that, obviously just knowing that your thoughts and beliefs will probably fuel the behaviors. This is why I always say, it's not just a case of going, just give yourself permission to eat and just have a bigger lunch or just make sure you have a more satisfying breakfast. It's not as simple as that. And I know on the surface, it's like, well, I just need to make sure I have something more satisfying. But if you've got these beliefs that are holding you back and they are stopping you from having that more satisfying meal, then that's going to be the thing that's driving that behavior. And that's why you have to do the work around your thoughts and beliefs around food in order to create long lasting changes within your behaviors around food. Because if you never change your mindset and you now start going, well, I need to make sure that I'm having a more satisfying lunch. I guarantee if you start having maybe a slightly bigger lunch that's a more decent portion, that's more satisfying with more variety in there, the guilt is gonna come up around that because you've not worked on the thoughts that you have around food. So this is why we have to work on the thoughts as well, but I am gonna explain that more in my second reason. But it's really, really, really fundamental to make sure that you are eating enough through the day. If you're having more regular satisfying meals, you are gonna manage your hunger better to then stop those cycles in the evening of overeating. Because if you think of it this way, if you're like restricting through the day, whether it's physically or mentally, and you're not having much fuel, by the time you come home in the evening, you're then so much more likely to have higher levels of hunger which is then going to lead to overeating. But also within that, actually, it's not only about making sure you're eating enough through the day, it's also about making sure that you're having meals that are actually satisfying you. Now, being satisfied from food is different to being full. Being full from food is just physically you're full. Being satisfied from food is being physically full 
and also being mentally content. And one of the best ways to be satisfied from food is having meals that you actually freaking enjoy, that you actually like the taste of. If you're having something that you really don't like, even if it's making you like feel full afterwards, I guarantee as well, when you come home in the evening, you're much more likely to overeat because you have not got that sense of being satisfied from food. You've not got like that nice dopamine hit from food. You've not had something you enjoy. So you're probably going to overeat to try and fill the void that you have not filled within the day. So the best thing to do here, if you like, and also like just check in with, if you are somebody who's not in enough through the day, making sure that you are having more regular satisfying meals, but also having things that you enjoy. That's going to be fundamental. So the first reason as to why you're probably overeating in the evening is you are not eating enough in the day. And maybe there's elements of restriction that are coming up, whether it's physical restriction or mental restriction that is leading to you restricting within the day. And it's then, it's like a short, small cycle of restrict overeat. You know how we talk about like bigger cycles? So maybe you restrict in the week and then overeat the weekends. This is like a micro version of that. It's restricting in the day and then overeating at night because of that restriction, whether you're restricting from certain foods, whether you're restricting the amount of food that you're having, whether you're restricting from having foods that are gonna make you feel satisfied, all of these things then play a part in leading to that overeating at night. So take some time to think about that one and see if that resonates with you right now. The second one, which I basically did kind of just go through a little bit on the one that I've just gone through, is mental restriction. You're experiencing mental restriction that is then driving the restriction in the day and leading to that overeating at night. You know how I said earlier about your thoughts and beliefs are so fundamental to the way that you act around food. If you've got beliefs and thoughts that are leading to you restricting food during the day, then of course that's gonna be the thing that is leading to the overeating at night. And just have like a time to get curious around like what might be leading to that mental restriction. Are you going, oh, well, actually I'm hungry, but I can't eat, I shouldn't eat something else. That's a form of mental restriction. Or is it, like I said earlier, is it you've done like a, a diet in the past, which has made you feel like you need to have a really small breakfast and lunch and have like a big snack plate in the evening. So now you've got into that habit and this mental restriction routine of going, well, I can't have a bigger breakfast and lunch because I need to make sure I've got like calories or food left in the evening. And I need to make sure I've got something just in case I'm hungry in the evening. But then that behavior is leading to you feeling really hungry in the day, ignoring it because I guarantee in the day you're quite busy and you're not really listening to it. That by the time the evening comes around, you're then overeating on it and you're overeating on these foods. So exploring those thoughts that you have around food, because ultimately mental restriction is the constant mental stress that you have around food. It's the guilt and the worry and the constant thinking and, and stressing around food. That is what mental restriction is. And I talk about this and I don't feel like mental restriction is spoke about enough. And next week, I think I'm going to do an episode more on like what mental restriction is and like how it's actually impacting you because I don't feel like it's a widely discussed topic. We hear a lot about physical restriction. So basically going, you know, I'm going to have this, like I said earlier, having really small breakfast or really small lunch that isn't satisfying you and then you're noticing the overeating. That's physical restriction. You're physically restricting it. Mental restriction is the internal stuff that's going off that is probably leading to that behavior happening. Mental restriction is the you know, some some diet or somebody in the past has told me that 
I shouldn't have a, um, a satisfying lunch. I need to have a really small lunch that's like 300 calories and that's it. And I can't add carbohydrates to my lunch. It's those thoughts that are then driving the behaviors. It's those thoughts and those beliefs that are fueling the actions that you have around food. And this is why looking at mental restriction is important because it's not just a matter of, a matter of the, the conversation of going, we'll just give yourself permission to eat. Because if mentally you're not giving yourself permission to eat, you're never going to find it easy to give yourself permission to eat. And this is why it's so important to look at the mental side and the mental restriction that you have going off as well. Because if you're not mentally giving yourself the permission or not mentally enjoying food, you're so much more likely to be noticing these overeating cycles. And mental restriction is one of the biggest reasons as to why overeating happens. It's one of the biggest triggers as to why overeating is happening, not just in the evenings, but just in general. And as I always say, we don't demonize overeating. There's gonna be times on your journey where you might overeat a bit because you're human. That's that happens it's not about saying I'm never gonna overeat ever 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 again but it's when you're in these vicious cycles of like restrict overeat guilt ruined it mindset this is when we want to work on the overeating and nine times out of ten the mental restriction plays a part for most people and it can be influenced by a variety of factors that have happened within your life that leads to you experiencing that as well and what mental restriction also does is it leads to you ignoring your hunger because if you're going I've just eaten, I can't eat something else. Or you're going, oh, well, I've had my lunch, so I can't eat anything else. Or I'm not allowed to have a snack. And you've got all these mental restriction beliefs going off. Then you ignore your hunger. The more you ignore your hunger, the more it builds, builds, builds. Then you will lead to the overeating. It can lead to things like the ruined it mindset as well. If you've got these like set mental beliefs around food, then if you do something that maybe goes against that, we can then lead to these like ruined it mindsets. And once again, for a lot of people, that ruined it mindset or that like I've blown it mindset, effort mindset, whatever you uh, resonate with, that then leads to overeating. Because as soon as we go, oh, I've ruined it, the guilt then trickles in. And it's that increase of guilt and that emotional distress that leads to us going, I'm going to overeat. I've ruined it, we'll start fresh tomorrow. And it's that like element of, I guess like diet mentality. And when we work through that diet mentality and we heal that, it becomes so much easier to have this really neutral, positive, accepting approach with nutrition, which then helps you be more, just more consistent day to day and just feel more nourished, but also helps you heal your food relationship. So looking into mental restriction is so fundamental and it's probably the reason as to why you're experiencing the overeating at night, but also just in general. And like I say, I'm gonna do an episode, I think I'm gonna do it next week, um, about mental restriction, what it is, and why it actually impacts your food relationship. So do make sure to stay tuned for that, and I will get that up for you as well. The third and final reason why you're overeating at night is you are emotionally dysregulated. Your nervous system is dysregulated from the day, whether it's from a day of work, whether it's on a weekend and you've had stuff going on, off it's probably going to be linking down to the fact that some emotions are coming up and I know this is very common for a lot of people because once again the emotional distress that we can experience can then lead to an increase of emotional overeating and that that kind of behavior of I'm feeling this emotion I need to turn to food to comfort that emotion or suppressing that emotion which leads to emotionally eating not acknowledging it etc not dealing with it whatever it might look like for you 
all of that can then increase these overeating experiences because if you've been in a, if you've experienced like emotional eating for a while maybe it's become a habit maybe it's just become something that you're used to and you can't break that cycle those emotions that are coming up especially after work if you've had like a day of work then they're probably going to be triggering your overeating as well because once again if we use the example of being at work if you've been at work like through the day and i think for a lot of people as well we know that obviously when you're working it's it's busy and a lot of people you know you don't have time to really acknowledge much what's going off you're getting things done you're getting the task completed it's very like i guess quite a fast paced rhythm for a lot of people and then you're like coming home and the pace is slower all of that like emotion and everything that's gone off from the day you're now kind of giving yourself a bit more space to feel it because if you've and you know you can have moments in your working day which I'd recommend have mindful moments to check in with how you feel acknowledge your emotions but you know a lot of people are you know got quite a lot going off if you then come back and the pace is a little bit steadier now and you've got a bit more mental space to think and all these emotions now start happening or you've had a highly um, emotional situation go off at work then when you get home and they're coming your way and they're like um come into your mind and you're feeling the emotions and it's all happening it can then increase that that um chance of overeating because you're all those emotions are coming to you or you're somebody who suppresses your emotions very regularly you block them you ignore them and maybe don't deal with them and you try and numb them and that once again can lead to turn into food because if we've if you've not been acknowledging your emotions through the day or you're not acknowledging them after work and then it's leading to this like um just sense of like numbing your emotions with food because like i want to block it i don't want to face it i don't want to deal with it so i'm going to eat and as you can see what can happen here is we then come home we finish work we come home and then we want to emotionally eat because of the emotional distress that we've experienced from the day this is why it's really important as well just to have some time to look at how are you actually feeling in the evenings are there any emotions present or even looking at things of like boredom there's so many different things you can um, explore here to then bring deeper awareness to what's actually going off and like one thing i always say this isn't about going and I think it's quite easy to say this to ourselves when we think of like the toxic diet culture space, which has told us this, it's so easy to be like, oh, well, I've just not got willpower. You know, I've just not got enough willpower in the evenings. That's why I'm I'm experiencing the overeating. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with that. As you can see from everything I've shared, there is underlying reasons that are triggering your behaviors. There is always a cause to an effect. And the effect right now is overeating at night, there is going to be a cause to that that is leading that behaviour. So it's not a matter of like beating yourself up and going, I've not got willpower, I just can't stop eating, like I just, I always overeat at night, like I just can't stop. It's actually going and getting curious behind it and going, why is it happening? Like what's going off? And this sense of like curiosity is one of the most important things that you need to heal your food relationship you need to be more curious because when you're curious around what's going on you bring deeper awareness to the why behind your behaviors when you understand the why or the thoughts and the belief and everything that's causing it you then know what you're actually working with and it's so much more effective to go okay so I'm overeating at night and I think you know I'm going to explore it and I actually think it's because I'm feeling really emotional at night and I'm not actually doing anything at the minute to deal with that emotion I'm just going back and 
because I'm not dealing with it, I'm then turning to food to try and like suppress how I'm feeling. And actually maybe I could try X, Y, Z to help me express my emotions a little bit better. Now what you've done is you've got curious and you've you've found a pathway to help you as opposed to going, oh, well, I'm overeating at night and I'll never do it. And I just haven't got enough willpower and everyone around me seems to have willpower and I just can't do it. And I, I just keep eating food and that's it. And I get that second mindset because I know struggles with food can feel very draining. It can feel very difficult when you've battled with like your food relationship for a long time. It's these elements of frustration do come up and I resonate with that. And I understand like that voice that can go off. But what I want you to do if you experience that is let the curiosity come through and go, actually, the best growth mindset I can have right now is being curious about what's going off and finding ways to try and support me in that moment. Might be a trial and error process. You might have to try a few different things to see what works for you, but it just allows you to put things in place to support working through these. So just as like a final brief overview, and of course, there's many other reasons as to why you might be overeating at night or experiencing overeating in general. These aren't just the only three. And this is why I love to say like, your journey, your mind, your experiences, you just as a whole, it's so different to everybody else's. And we, you know, you may have similarities. There's other people out there. If you emotionally eat, there's other people out there who emotionally eat as well and, and experiencing those really big struggles with it. And it's not saying there's not similarities between people. It's just knowing that your journey is so individual to you and your brain and your experiences that it's getting curious around what's actually driving your behaviours. Because for some people, it's having to look deeper into childhood and that's driving some of their behaviours. For some people, it's really big struggles with people pleasing that are impacting their food relationship. For some people, it's chronic cycles of yo-yo diets that are impacting their food relationship. For some people, it's... um having a neurodivergent brain that's impacting their food relationship. There's so many different things. And the reason I share this is knowing that these aren't the only three reasons as to why it's happening. And it's just allowing yourself to delve deeper into you, your brain, your journey, your experiences to see what's actually impacting your food relationship to then help you heal it as well. So the brief overview of that is the three that I have gone through today is not eating enough through the day, mental restriction and emotional dysregulation and specifically noticing a lot of emotional eating off the back of that um, and lots of emotional distress and finding ways to support dealing with that as well. But like I said, just get curious around you, your brain, your journey, your experiences to understand what's driving your behaviour because it's always a cause to an effect and there's going to be something underlying that's driving that behaviour when you understand what that is and you heal the mindset, the inner work, the thoughts and the beliefs that are fueling the actions, but then also finding ways to change the action, combine the two, you're good to go and you'll start healing your food relationship. If you are someone who's thinking, I really want to delve more into me, my journey, my brain, my experiences and understand like why the heck I'm noticing these consistent struggles with food and why I just can't seem to notice that change. I really want to understand what's going on. Then I do have some one-to-one glow up session spaces available. It's a one-off 90 minute call with me. You'll get my support through there and it gives us the perfect space to explore you as an individual and what's basically causing those struggles with food going through techniques to help you heal your food relationship and also do some of that inner healing that mindset work that I've spoke about because once again if you 
work through the thoughts and beliefs that are fueling your actions and behaviors around food you will then create lifelong change so if you really want some more support with delving on into that so you can really commit to this journey of healing your food relationship and not just go not just have someone say to you just make sure you have a bigger lunch but you're struggling with that because there's mental restriction you really want that all around support then you can either dm me on instagram and I can chat with you if you've got any questions, see if it's gonna be the right fit for you, no pressure as always. Or if you know that you're like, yes, I'm in, I wanna book in for a session now, there is the link um, in the show notes where you can book in for that as well. And then I can book you in your date and your time, really, really flexible with timing. And then we can have that 90 minutes to just delve into you, your journey and help you start healing your food relationship. Any questions on that, please ask away. And I wanna say a massive thank you for joining me today. I've absolutely loved this episode. Do stay tuned. I I'm going to be doing that episode on what is mental restriction, why it's impacting you, just to delve into that a little bit more. As always, any topics, um, questions you want answering on the podcast, please let me know on Instagram and I can get those done for you as well. And I'm sending all the love, abundance and magic your way this week and I'll speak to you all in the next episode.